Hey there, friend. Whether you're here because you know me personally or you happen to stumble your way here, welcome to the Live Free, Love Well podcast. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, you are here for a reason. I'm so ready for this journey we're headed on together as we discover the freedom we can have in relationship with Christ and learn how to apply God's love to our lives and the lives of those around us. I'm Becca Pritchett, and I can't wait to walk alongside you as we live, love, and grow together. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Live Free Love Well podcast. As always, it's great to have you here. I hope you have all had a great week, and I hope that you're ready to get into what we're going to talk about today. We've got a few more weeks of this series before we get to venture onto something new together, and I still don't know what that is yet, but we will get there, (laughs) and when it comes, I will get it figured out. So I hope that you've been encouraged by learning about the different pieces of armor so far. If nothing else, um, I hope that you store these in your memory bank for a time when you need it the most. I think sometimes we get into the groove and either reading the word or listening to podcasts or whatever it is you do for Um, Just your quiet time and your worship, it can kind of feel routine or repetitive. So I just, I hope that as you're listening to these and um, learning a little bit more about the armor of God, that you're uh, getting something out of it, or like I said, just storing some of it for later for a future purpose. But either way, I am glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're listening. And actually, right before I logged on here to start recording, I looked up how many people are listening and some of the different analytics that I can see for the podcast. And so far, there are 16 of you unique listeners that tune in every week to listen. So I just wanted to take a special moment to say thank you to those of you that are regularly regularly listening and those of you that have subscribed. I really do appreciate it. And, you know, I know if you listen to my first episode, which, side note, I've learned a lot about podcasting since then, (laughs) but if you've listened to that one, you know that my prayer for this podcast was just one person. And, you know, five, six episodes now in, I have 16 of you. So I appreciate every single one of you. I really do. And those of you that have shared it and liked it, all of that, totally 100% appreciate. So anyway, um, now on to this week's topic of discussion, the shield of faith. We are getting into talking about the shield of faith today. And I'm kind of excited about this one, mainly because a couple years ago, faith was actually my word for the year. In the small group that I was in at the time, uh, my aunt, who was leading it, had us pick a word for the year. And along with that, she also had us pick a verse for the year. And so the word of the year that I picked was faith. And the verse that I had to go along with that was Matthew 17, 20, which some of you may be familiar with this one. Let me get it pulled up 
real quick here and I will read it. It says, he replied, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have set, sorry, let me back up and start again. <laughs> Matthew seventeen twenty. he replied, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So this is the verse kind of that people get the faith can move mountains from, and that's kind of where I was going with my word. And I'd had things that I would, had been praying for and things that I'd really been trying to focus on and um, I just, I kind of felt like the Lord had placed the word faith on my heart and it was exactly a perfect word for the year. So anyway, as I was preparing for this um, episode and that was one of the first things that came to my mind was that a couple of years ago, that was my word for the year. And even still to this day, when I see the word, um, it just, it's special to me. So, um, another verse that I came across as I was looking up faith in the Bible was Hebrews 11, 1, and the passage in Hebrews 11 is actually sometimes considered the hall of faith, but the first verse there says, faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. And I really like that verse because... You know, a lot of times we don't see, we don't see, you know, the, the promise of God or the ultimate plan or the goal, the big picture, whatever you want to call it. We don't always see that. We don't always have a good vision of that. And so, you know, Hebrews 11, 1 is telling us that faith isn't just, you know, the confidence in what we hope for, what we hope we see. It's not, you know, faith isn't having confidence in what we can see right in front of us, but it's also the assurance about what we do not see. And I think more often than not, not that's where we, where we really need faith. And as it continues in Hebrews 11, it goes over the different people in the Bible that um, had shown a great deal of faith and had put their faith in God. And so I'm just going to read, I'm going to read most of um, that first part to you. So I'll read verses 1 through 13 in Hebrews 11. So starting back at 1, it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous, when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks, even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life, so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he, commend, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful, who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he is as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. And verse 13, all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. So I just, I wanted to go through and read that whole passage because first of all, I think it's powerful and just reading it, you know, builds my faith. And I would encourage you as I plan to do as well, just go back and read that on your own verses one through 13. And I mean, if you want to continue on, go for it. <laughs> but all those different things, all those different scenarios where they were told to do something. They were called to go somewhere. And they did it by faith. Not because necessarily they knew what the big picture looked like. But because that's what God asked them to do. And like, like with Noah, he built an ark based on being told from God about the flood. It wasn't even raining when he was building it, there wasn't, the flood hadn't begun as he was building it, but he had faith that God's promise would be fulfilled, and he knew that he needed to build the ark. And I really like um, when it talks about Abraham, and it says that by faith he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. And in verse 10, this is the one I really like, says, For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. Do we have faith that our architect and builder knows the plans, knows the outcome, knows the big picture, and that it's good. That his plan is good. And I think that's what I love so much about this passage. Is that I think back to when my word of the year was faith. And what I had been praying for. And you know we even did um, a 40 day 
fast in one of our Bible studies along with a book we're reading called Believing God by Beth Moore, which is an excellent book. And we picked something that we wanted to believe God for. And I actually think this was right before my word of the year faith. But from that point, I I had been doing the things that I thought I needed to do and praying and seeking God and like, Lord, this is what I want. And what it was was that I was praying that somebody that I love with all that I am uh, would be saved. And even with that being my word of the year and going through the Bible study, it didn't happen. It didn't happen that year my word was faith. It hasn't happened still. But I still have faith that it will because God has promised that. And it's not just me. I've had other people tell me the same thing, that there will be victory in this situation. And I know that there will be. I have faith that there will be. But the year that I was working on my faith, I didn't see it. And that was hard. And that year um, was also the year that I switched jobs. So that only happened a few months into the year. So with my word being faith, that seemed really appropriate. um, Because it took a lot of faith to leave where I was at. As I kind of touched on last week. So um, I just... I really, looking at that and reading it again and just being reminded that it takes faith to walk this Christian life, to walk this Christian walk. It takes faith. And I like, um, let me find it. Maybe I can find it. In one of the verses in Hebrews 11, oh, here it is, in verse 6, it says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. It takes faith to believe God. And our whole, the foundation of what we believe is based on faith. And like it says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. We need faith. And one of the biggest things I learned that year when my word was faith and I didn't see happen what I had hoped to see happen was that like after going back over verse 13, um, and because of that, I, I can truly say that, you know, God, even if I don't see the promise, I know you will fulfill the promise. Because, like it says in verse 1, faith isn't just the confidence in what we can see. More importantly, it's the confidence, or it's the assurance of what we do not see. And I just, I love this passage, and I love talking about faith, and I think building our faith is the best thing that we can do with our walk with God. So with that, I want to get into talking about the Roman armor aspect of the shield of faith. There's multiple reasons what they used it for. It could be used for, as it says in Ephesians, 
to extinguish flaming arrows, or it could be used as a blanket of protection. My mom sent me a picture that said the Roman shield also had hinges on them, which I found interesting. And the hinges were designed to link their fellow soldiers together to basically create a barrier to push against the enemy. And I'm sure there's a lot of other things that they use the shield for, um, but I think you can begin to gather between the extinguishing flaming arrows and the blanket of protection and using it as a barrier to push against your enemy where we can go with this spiritually. So one thing that I want to go back to is the flaming arrows that the enemy is hurling our way. And one thing that I think the enemy does with these arrows is, or one thing I think they represent, is doubt and unbelief and lies. And, you know, as we know that the thief comes to steal and to kill and destroy, like it says in John, that that's his MO, that he lies and the lies create doubt, the doubt creates unbelief. And I, I believe that if we're not, if we don't have faith in God, then we're doubting God. Because the opposite of faith is doubt. So that was one thing that I really came to terms with. And honestly, I had to repent of that year that faith was my word was that I realized that part of what I was struggling with wasn't, you know, maybe a little bit lack of faith or not having quite as much faith as I would have hoped, but really more than anything, it was doubting God's promise and doubting that he would do what he says he will do. And I think the one thing with the shield of faith to to keep in mind is that the shield of faith is enacted when we use our faith to defeat the enemy. That that's how we use it as a defense mechanism by building our faith and having faith in God, having faith that his promise is a perfect promise and a good promise and that he has good plans for us and like it says in Jeremiah 29 11, that he has plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans for hope and a future. And we have to have faith that that's true. We have to have faith that God has our best interest in mind. And so I think that's why this shield of faith is so important because without that faith, we're defenseless. We we don't have that blanket of protection over us. We aren't able to extinguish the flaming arrows. And so I think one of the ways we can build our faith is to walk in faith. And that's one thing that has helped me is just being in tune to God's word and what he's saying. And And the way we do that is reading our Bible and fellowship with others and worship on Sunday and all of those things. And when we get in tune with that 
And even when you have the slightest little inkling, like, you know what? I think that was from God. I think that's what God wanted me to do. Do it. And doing those things and seeing them play out for the good and seeing God's plan little by little fall into place is what builds our faith. But having that faith is how we enact the shield. That's how we're able to defend ourselves. And so I just want to encourage you in this next coming week to, first of all, go back and read Hebrews 11 on your own and pray about it and ask God what he's trying to speak to you through that passage. And maybe there's something right now that you need faith for. And I think one of the cool things about, you know, the Roman shield having the hinges on it is that sometimes we have friends or family or, you know, people that we go to church with, whoever it may be, whatever Christian um, relationships you have in your life. If you're feeling a little... um, not so full on your faith level i think that's what those hinges are for you know they're they're to pair up with somebody and let somebody build your faith let somebody's faith help build yours and and talk to other people and let them know what you're struggling with and that you maybe you are doubting a little bit but ultimately I think the important thing is to, like I said, just just take those steps of faith. Whether it's questioning going, you know, to another job or leaving the job you're at and you have no idea where to go next. Uh, maybe it's family related. Maybe, you know, like me, there's somebody that you want to see saved, but they're not yet. Or maybe it's for yourself. You know, maybe... Maybe you've just lost a little faith yourself and you're not sure how to get it back. You're not sure how to trust God again, how to believe in God again, how to believe what he says, uh, what he says about you. You know, I, I don't know exactly what you're walking through, but I can tell you this, that putting your faith in God is one of the most freeing things that I've ever done. And I have seen more growth in my life since I gave God my situation and said, I have faith that you will do what you said you were going to do. And from here on out, it's all yours. And for me, that was one of the best things that I did to really commit to that. And there are still days that I still have to say, you know what? Still yours. Not taking it back. And that's hard too, but again, it's just step by step. One step of faith by one step of faith by one step of faith. And before you know it, you will have a shield of faith standing up in front of you, protecting you, and being your blanket of protection, and warding off far more arrows than you probably even realize. So... I hope this has built your faith a little bit today, and 
I hope that as you go through this week and hopefully reading back through Hebrews 11, that your faith just continues to build. And I hope that that as you learn about the body of armor and all these different pieces, that you'll begin to see how being in tune with God and his word really is what helps us to, you know, ward off the enemy, really, to um, defend ourselves. So I hope that you all have a great week, and I hope that as you go through this next week that you will just be encouraged by this episode. So with that, I will see you next time, friends. Hey, as always, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you go and do that. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, we are up to 16 and I would love the number to keep growing. So if you haven't subscribed yet, go and do that. Also, if you haven't left a rating, make sure you go and rate it. I am on Apple Podcasts now, which is exciting. So if you haven't left me a star or a review or whatever you want to do, I would appreciate it. Or I suppose if you don't want to do anything, I'm just glad you're here. So thanks for being here. And as we go on to this next week, I just hope that we can all live free and love well. See you next time, friends.